Lord, I believe you. Because you're the God who is faithful to do what he said he would do. I believe you. Because you're the God who is faithful to do what he said. I believe you. Because you're the God who is faithful to do what he said he would do. I believe you. Because you're the God who is faithful to do what he said. Hello, 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 everybody. This is Faye with Take the High Road of Kindness podcast. And today I am excited because I want to share with you a little snippet of an interview that I did with uh, Sophie of Mick Orphanage. Some of you out there may be familiar with with Freedom Ministry, myself, uh, or my ministry, and Mick Orphanage in Uganda. Um, we did a lot of footage uh, uh, of the help that we were tr- uh, 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 giving to that orphanage in Uganda. And uh, I want to continue. We are continuing with that uh, mission. And so I want to uh, include you in uh, this act of kindness. So sit back and enjoy. I hope you can understand the the uh, communication because, of course, the, uh, uh, the accent is thick. <laughs> yes, the Ugandan accent is thick, but I hope you can get the essence of and the heart of this beautiful lady, Mama Sophie, um, and her love for these babies, these orphans of Uganda. God bless you, and I'll see you on the other side. How many? <laughs> Two? Yeah. That one is not mine, but the mom is there. Mm. She what likes here? staying with us. And the baby wants to stay with you. Okay. Mm. She's that tall. Mm. Which is okay. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, children are angels. Where they see their fellow children, that's where they that's come. That's where they want to be. So the so you have parents parents that um, allow their children to stay here. She's a neighbor. Ah. She's a neighbor, so the baby prefers staying beside. Every morning the baby cries. Even me, I had a neighbor like that. The baby would cry every morning until they brought him or her to our home. Mm. Mm. And they have now grown up in P4, P5, but every morning they come to greet me before they go to school. Mm. So I have to be awake by 6 when they are taking them to school, <laughs> so that they just at least wave and then go. Wow. Mm. But during that mm. day they come to my place. Mm. 
Oh, tell me more. Tell us more about the little ones. They like uh, they like singing. Mm -hmm. They love God. Mm. They are part of me. This is my family. I love them. They love me so much. Mm. Yeah, they call me mommy. <laughs> Every morning before they go to school, they have to wake me up. Mm. Yeah, they greet me, say good day, mommy, mm. and then go to school. Even when they come back, when they don't find me at home, I believe they don't feel well. Because mm. when I come back, even when I'm still far, they run, welcome back, mommy. So we love each other. They mm. love me. How did you get these facilities? Uh, we are still renting. You yes. mentioned that earlier. Yes, but we've bought, we have an acre piece of land in Kinogozi, okay. except we haven't built, we haven't bought funds to build our own home. Yes. And sometimes I get worried. Like, right now, Sophie's there, taking care of the kids. They know this is their home. What if God says, Sophie, come, I'm taking you, where will they be? At least if, if they had their own home, mm. they say, this is our home because mm -hmm. when i die i don't think that other people can come and pay for them rent take care of them but if they know this is their home someone is not going to pay rent i believe people can come and, and give them food mm -hmm. yes mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so are there any any um qualifications as far as the you taking in the children, how do they qualify or do you just take in any? Um, no, I don't okay. just take. Hmm? Most of them are total orphans. Orphans? Yes. Others have parents, but they can't afford taking care of them. Like, one can tell you, I don't know my father, but my mother is, is mud on streets. Mm. Yes. Mud? Yes. Yeah. So she will tell you she has parents. Yeah, I hear my father is there, but I don't know the father. Mm. And my mother is also there. So when you're talking with her, she will tell you, yes, I have parents. And in actual sense, they are there, but they can't help Take that care kid. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So the real challenge, you just take children that approach you. Uh, how do you how do you find these children? How uh, do they find you? Some, some of them, I got them when I was still on radio. As I told you. I was working on radio and the children could write in. I could move up to the ground to see what was happening. Mm. The ground and see. Assess. Then you assess. Yes. And the others are given to me by maybe churches mm. who identify people who are very poor or the children who are suffering. Mm. Yeah, they contact me and we get those children. Others are brought to me by the LOC chairpersons. Yeah. Some villages. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah. That's how I get to them. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Mm. And support is just from people 
to some friends, some good well wishers, mm. we call them well wishers. Mm. And so your family is still a part of the organization, they support you? The, the, the family? Your family. Yeah, they do support me. Yeah. My husband does a lot. Oh, there was a husband. <laughs> no, you didn't mention. <laughs> didn't say. So exactly. when do you see him? Does he work here or he keeps coming? He keeps coming. Okay. Yeah. Mm. And send support for the kids. Mm. Yeah, we call him Papa. Mm. That's good. Yeah. So you live here? Yeah, she you and your kids. children, yeah. but yeah. your husband does not. Well, he doesn't he work from that. here. He mm. comes once in a while. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Fifty children. So it's not a cup of tea. I imagine Because you know not. you stay with the two and they give you headache. Mm. You she get fifty. You have <laughs> two, they give you headache. Mm. Now she has fifty. I'm imagining what she goes through. Mm. Mm. And so how many helpers do you have? They have only two. Only two? Yes. Mm. She has two plus the big sisters. They support my yeah. yeah. I asked her that question because how does she manage? Mm -hmm. She said each child has a big a sister, big sister. Uh -huh. who takes mm. care. How many big sisters? Alinka uh, Katrina. She has big sister, big sister Diana has mm -hmm. uh, some little children, mm. Annette has, mm. and Beatrice is not here. Mm. Yeah, she also has. Mm. Yeah. So how many big sisters are there? There are five. Five yeah, big sisters. Five. Mm. Yeah. So these are, they don't look like they're all high school. Just mm -mm, in primary. The big sisters? Yeah. <laughs> this one is senior older. Yes. Senior she's in senior one. Uh -huh. uh, she's in primary. Mm. And um, Beatrice is uh, in a vocational training school. She's learning tailoring. Mm. Yes. How old is she? She's 17. So she's the senior also. Mm. Mm. She's still a minor. Mm -hmm. Sure. Below 18. Yeah, she's oh, yes. 17. Mm. Mm. But she is old enough to see after little ones. Yes. yes. And support, like yes. bathing them, sure. making their beds yes. before she goes to school, and even serving their meals. Mm -hmm. I think she comes mm -hmm. to home. So you have five helpers. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Thank God. <laughs> Oh boy, oh boy. I am so excited about our partnership with Nick Orphanage. I know that that recording, you had to really listen intently to get the, grasp the communication that was going forth there. But I hope you heard her talk about the age, ages of the children, uh, some 17, uh, that are actually in high school, but she has some children that are babes. And uh, at the, the time of this recording, it was 50 children. She told me it was 50 children. When we went back um, a year or so later, she was up to 60 
64. And just uh, from speaking to her within the last day or two, she has she now has 70 children. And so the number is is continuing to increase. And she talked about uh, the children uh, being, uh, you know, how she has gets access to these children. And some churches know of her because of her her uh, experience with radio in the past. Before she started the orphanage, uh, they knew her uh, uh, through radio in the community. And so churches uh, knew of her love and her passion for children and for her heart's desire to help those babies that are uh, uh, taken out of the home or could not stay in the home because of uh, poor situations or uh, because of uh, uh, that it was not just a, just wasn't a good environment uh, for raising the children. Or sometimes it may have been because the parents were not in their right mind, or maybe the parents are dead. Sometimes we think orphans are uh, because they have no parents. But uh, as you see here in this recording, uh, there are some that they their parents are still living but cannot care for them, whether it's because of poverty, whether it may be because of uh, uh, ins, ins, insanity, or maybe because uh, the environment was not a healthy environment for the child. And so churches come to her and uh, offer her uh, or ask for her help in taking care of these children. And this has to be something that the Lord has really put on her heart to do because she's been doing it now for several years. I believe uh, about eight years now, eight or nine years now. But there are many needs, many needs. Uh, they, 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 we're, we're trying to help them as far as uh, expanding where they are because the number of the children has increased. And so... Uh, again, there's many needs. And I, I, I want to pull, uh, uh, put, put this out there to you listeners that have a heart or, or, uh, feel like, yes, these children do need us. It doesn't matter if we are next door neighbors, uh, to someone here in the United States. These people are across the world in Uganda, but Wow, love is love. It has no boundaries. It has it has no limit. And so we it doesn't matter location. The need is still great. The need is there. These children need help. And so you know, we are we are opening our arms, expanding our reach and wanting to include everybody that wants to be included to help Mick Orphanage um, in caring for these children. Um, email, you can email me at fay2928aol.com, um, fay2928 at aol.com for, uh, uh, if you want to continue this conversation, um, reach out to me on Spotify concerning Mick Orphanage. We would love, Miss Sophie would love to uh, uh, partner, increase her partnership because, you know, it takes a village 
to raise a child. And so many villages, <laughs> US village, Uganda village, uh, Australia village, France a village, it doesn't matter the location. It's the heart. If it's done from the heart. And so please help us help them. Please help Sophie help them, these babies. Yes, we need you. We all pulling together can get this done. Uh, the, the project that we're working on now has to do with expansion, building a bigger dormitory for uh, the children because the number is increasing. And so we have to increase the, the, the facility. The house is small, but if we can build onto the property temporary buildings or, you know, some sort to house the children as the number increases, that would benefit them greatly. All-purpose room. We talked about an all-purpose room because they are learning skills. Some are, as you may have heard on the recording, some are, are uh, learning tailoring so that they can sew and uh, make money for themselves as they exit school and go out into the workplace. They can have a skill and earn money. It's not like here in the U.S. where we may go to a trade school or go to college and learn a trade. Some of these things, these babies or or young people are are, uh, acquiring these skills from the orphanage. Sophie is attempting to uh, empower them through different skill sets so that when they mature and go out into the world, they have something. They have something under their belt, some type of skill under their belt. She's want, she's uh, uh, wanting to buy sewing machines so that the, the girls can learn to sew. They are rearing rabbits. They are doing all sorts of, uh, wow, great things to earn money. Yeah, to make their way to provide food, put food on their table at the orphanage. Just many different uh, uh, avenues that she is uh, uh, venturing into uh, for the sake of these children. And so I'm, I'm asking you to consider, consider helping Mick Orphanage. Consider reaching out to them. Consider helping those less fortunate. Yes. And again, my email is faye, F-A-Y-E, 2928 at AOL.com. Send me a line and we can talk further about this. I hope you are inspired today. (laughs) I hope your heart was moved today to reach out beyond yourself. Reach out beyond your circle and do something for someone else that genuinely needs your help. Not saying that those that you help don't genuinely need, but this is perhaps a bit out of your comfort zone, but still very needful. Keep your ears tuned in same time next week to take the High Road of Kindness podcast. This is the high road. (laughs) This is 
taking the high road of kindness, helping your fellow man, helping someone, lifting someone up that's not where you are. Mm -hmm. And you may say, well, Faye, I don't have a lot, but little becomes much. I think that's what we talked about the last time we were together. Little becomes much. When you do it from the heart, it doesn't matter the size of it. It's the motive behind it. So let's quit majoring on the size. Some can do more. Some may not be able to do as much, but do what you can. That's the key. Do something lest you do nothing. Do something <laughs> lest you do nothing. I love you. I'm praying for you and with you. God bless you today. Mm. Until we talk again, see you same time, same place on the high road. Stay on it. Stay on the high road. God bless you now. Bye-bye. Yeah.